0: Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off the Alamo! He's unbelievable! Nico is on fire! Oh my goodness, how does he do this? On radio's number one show for eSports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley eSports product.
1: Welcome to Checkpoint XP, your home for eSports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, weird beard, and someone who's been humbled in his assumed skills in Mario Brothers after playing Super Mario 35, <laughs> me, James Campbell, how do you feel about it? What are you? What are you? I got box? destroyed. Oh, I, I've, I've, annihilated. <laughs> I thought I was good at Super
2: Mario no, Brothers. Right, no. uh, you you are James. All right. After the few clips that I've seen, and, and and the fact that it's only a limited release, that is way more of a novelty than anything else. Like there are so many things by the time you get to the end, just flying all over the screen. I didn't even make it
1: that far, is, Robbie. I'm telling uh-oh. you, I died on the first Goomba multiple times. Oh, is not that like, embarrassing to be the so one? It was so embarrassing, yeah. and I'm playing in front of my fiance. Insane. I'm like, I don't know baby. Every time the you one watch me beat play you games, in the past yeah. two games you've tried yeah. to yeah. Play but I'm like I'm like every time you watch me play games I just look like a fool. Why? Close your eyes, don't look, don't look The Overwatch League Grand Finals and League of Legends World's competitions both took place over the past week. We'll break down the results from both esports leagues in just a bit, because just one month before the release of the next generation of Xbox, Microsoft has announced a new partnership with GameStop. Does the gaming world now have a new power couple? That's where we're going to get started. Can Microsoft save GameStop? It seems like for a majority of 2020, anytime we spoke about GameStop on Checkpoint XP, it was not for good reasons. But that might all begin to change. Recently, Microsoft and GameStop have announced a new multi-year partnership that seems to be mutually beneficial for both companies. Now, what could Microsoft gain from the seemingly failing gaming retailer? Well, Robbie Landis is here to help explain.
2: Yeah, so uh, I have to I have to say that this was uh, surprising to me. First of all, uh, GameStop has definitely been on a downhill trajectory. It yeah. seems like every time they're in the headlines, it's
1: bad it's because they're closing the stores. closing stores or employees uh, are doing bad stuff.
2: Yep. They they've tried to pivot recent, or, well, not recently, about maybe a year or so ago. You know, they're not all games now. If you've been into a GameStop recently, there's all sort of collectibles and toys and stuff like that. It's honestly something that gets me back in the store Neither at least. At Do least you know how many cool month. collectibles I I buy
1: from GameStop? Yes, how yes. many gaming T-shirts I have from GameStop? Yeah,
2: but I mean, but again, you know, they still end up closing more and more every single year. Uh, now, the other surprising thing that happened last year was uh, Reggie Fiammi's, who was the uh, president of Nintendo of America. Yep. He's now on the board for GameStop, and part of me has to wonder if maybe he was the one that kind of maybe got this deal going. But the deal is now going to see uh, Microsoft and GameStop; they're partnering up. They're going to integrate Microsoft technology into the GameStop stores. Cool, nerd, and if, nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. And obviously, you know, uh, I think that GameStop is going to be the only places where you can go to get the special deals and do the financing on the Xbox, yeah that, oh, okay. that's the big so, deal that's the so this
1: will be the outlet where you can go get the xbox you sign up to get it financed you're yeah, all right. you're gonna get the the game the, the subscription to the mm-hmm, game services mm-hmm. the game pass all that stuff is all gonna happen inside the gamestop yeah
0: I,
3: that's that's the winning thing i think to come out of this is like the rest of it using a microsoft surface tablet Whatever. in store yeah nobody Whatever. cares the the reason that gamestop struggles is not because of what Point of sale system they have. It's just nobody wants to go in the store. Nobody needs
1: to because everything's usually just downloadable
3: right See, from your console that's, at home.
2: That's the bigger problem right there. I don't think that it's nobody wants to go in there because as me and James just said, we actually go in I, there. I enjoy more than we going did. to games. It's fun. Yeah, right. It's like oh, I got extra is, money to burn. Let's check it out. Everyone buys their games digitally now, and while I think this is a win for Microsoft because again, you're, you know, you're potentially getting your console into more people's hands, the problem is. Once the sort of launch window is over with, what does that do for GameStop, right? Yeah. Once you need people to keep coming in, what's it doing at that point? And I just I I don't know that this is a good move. Now that it's a bad move, but I don't know that this on its own is going to save GameStop.
1: Well, I guess only time will tell. But there's some background on what exactly the deal between Microsoft and GameStop entails. We'll discuss whether or not this deal could actually work, and we want to hear from you as well. What is your take on the Microsoft GameStop partnership? Let us know at 1-833-557-0974. We'll be taking your calls in just a moment, because now it's time for this.
0: Time is up. Oh, my God. Checkpoint XP's close shave. Watch it at CheckpointXP.com.
1: The Overwatch League Grand Finals went down over the weekend, which we'll talk more in depth about coming up soon. But our close shave of the week means we have to highlight one match right now. The Dragons were number one seed in the APAC region all season long. In the Losers' Final, to determine who would go to the Grand Finals, the Dynasty managed to beat the Dragons in a very close Game five.
4: He just needs the go button, waiting for the hook. Nothing will cancel him. Another hook, the body ball comes through, but he is tearing them to pieces. Gesture moments away. 97%. The Soul Dynasty! They might just be about to do it. Are they really gonna upset the Shanghai Dragons here and now? Map five taking them to the distance and the Soul Dynasty just seconds away, they've done it! They will be moving forward into the Grand Finals presented by IBM. They will be taking their shot against the San Francisco Shock in our finals tomorrow. And the Shanghai Dragons are going home. All right.
1: Congratulations to the Dynasty managing to beat the Dragons there in that Game 5. But how did the Dynasty do in the Grand Finals? Make sure you stick around. We have the results of that coming up in about 20 minutes. Remember, if you ever miss a close shave of the week, you can find them posted over at CheckpointXP.com.
0: Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game. You're listening
1: to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We're just talking about the new partnership between Microsoft and GameStop stores, and we want to discuss whether or not this could be good or bad in the long run. If you want to chime in on this, please give us a call at one 833 557 seven zero9. 7, 4. All right, we're talking about the new partnership between Microsoft and GameStop. And uh, if some of you guys wanted to chime in on the phone lines, we have a caller on the line right now.
4: Hey, yeah, this is uh, Croft Nader. I'm calling from uh, Chatham, Ontario, Canada. You know, Canadian calling here. So, you know, I like to think my opinion does matter, but... <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Yeah, I honestly, you know, with the with the big moves um that's, you know, so honestly with the new consoles launching, it kind of seems right now is uh it always kind of seems like you know, when the new consoles are launching, it's always who's going to survive and who's going to make the best partnerships um i think i think this is a really good opportunity for microsoft to uh kind of grab the market on not only just a retailer um where they can you know they can end up may, maybe creating bundles or exclusives for the store um and then actually having the direct partnership with a retailer where um you know it just ends up making making hopefully things easier for the consumers to buy and have maybe the availability to um i don't, I don't know if maybe they plan on doing any you know Um, Like Sony does, where they have the the exclusive games for the developers. I don't know if maybe Microsoft has any plans or, you know, uh, pick up the new GameStop exclusive Microsoft controller or Xbox controller, something like that. Um, I I just think it's a really good move uh, from a business perspective for two uh, seemingly of the biggest, you know, companies uh, out there for entertainment purposes. Not that there's not bigger companies out there, um, but, you know, I think those are two good partnerships to come together. Um, and, you know, the one thing to help the economy go is to spend lots and lots of money, which they did. So, all right on. Hey, thank you, guys. Uh, and Stay golden.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. Bye-bye. Later. Bye-bye. Later. So, I guess the only other question on my mind uh, uh, to you guys is, I mean, James, obviously, you know, like we said we actually enjoy going into GameStop yeah. now, seeing what they have. I've got a lot of my really cool Overwatch figures there, like on sale off of clearance.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, the clearance <laughs> bin is such a right? treasure. So many treasures the yeah, clearance. I bin. mean,
2: look, I'm wearing a Sweet Rabbit shirt from uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with a Rocket Raccoon on it that I got there for, I think, $2. D- does anybody actually. Weird Beard, what about you? I mean, do you actually care? if GameStop is saved or do you think that they should just let it die and just forget about it let it let it become you know like the EB games of the 90s nobody cares about it, nobody remembers it anymore
3: I am so nostalgic for things like a family video or a blockbuster experience again right like I'll never forget Friday night with your mom going oh, yeah and you get the snacks and you have to pick out the movies but I understand that something like that will never exist ever again GameStop is going the way that same way like as as a form of what the store is I do not think that it just – it shouldn't exist in the future. There's no reason okay. to.
2: Okay, as it is. You're not saying that the GameStop brand has to go because, mm-hmm. look, I still think that they're planning something big here. When you look at Reggie being put on this board of CEOs, looking at this partnership with uh, Microsoft. A few years ago, they had actually – I don't know if they, if they had put anything out of this is something that was reported from like a, a an earnings call or something, right? But they are trying to turn – or I think they want to turn the stores – Sort of like what you get at hobby shops where people go in to play like tabletop games. Yeah. Right? Starting to, to turn them into more of like, you know, a digital sort of hangout spot.
1: So they're almost trying to cultivate that type of culture within
2: right. the video now, game store. Obviously, something like COVID definitely, I think, you know, put the brakes on that. Mm-hmm. Very,
3: very sharply, might I add.
2: But, you know, would you visit a, someplace like GameStop that, first of all, yes, yeah, so you could buy collectibles, you know, teach. Uh, uh, cheap t-shirts you know cool toys and stuff like that but then also maybe you know get a chance to you know sit down and and play some among us on their machines or you know if they had like arcade sort of setups that that was more of like a co- community communal type thing to like you know get together with fellow gamers is that something that you think might be more i don't know applicable here do you think that could save gamestop and could microsoft help with something like that
1: I mean, me personally, I might check that out, but I don't know. If that's kind of more on the fringe. Imagine for me. exactly. Imagine like, an
2: Xbox game store mm-hmm. set up with consoles that all have X Cloud. That now you can literally go in. Maybe you have to pay ten bucks for an hour. You sit down. You
1: kind of test everything out. You
2: don't. Ha- it's not even testing. You don't have to worry about downloading. You don't have to worry about startup times because of X Cloud. You sit down, and any game in the entire Xbox library is ready to go for you. Right there. Your save file on the
3: cloud. Right there. Ready to go. You know what it makes me think of? I've seen them in, like, the malls. The few times humans still go to, like, malls to shop for anything. They always have that one weird store that, like, has a bunch of PCs and everything set up. And they're Uh trying to get people to, like, rent time while they're at the mall to, like... Oh, hey are those those are still around yes barely but like they the,
1: when people didn't have internet at home all the
3: time they, yeah
2: there's one in the Walmart near me that has a sign that says opening back up after COVID. and oh, wow. you know why what
1: not. like that's how I see them is like those
3: aren't even very successful I don't know how GameStop What's is gonna internet not, cafe yeah like what I don't know what thinking they're gonna be what they're gonna like sure okay you can do it why? are you ever gonna make Hold as on. much money why no. aren't we into that because those things pop off in Korea. Because I mean, because it's America. We all buy our own things. We don't like sharing. We don't like communal <sighs> stuff. Like it's my PC, and I want it now.
1: <laughs> uh, that's that's very true. Um, the one thing I can see where they could be generate some revenue here is with the new deals that they struck up with, like Bethesda. Owning Bethesda, maybe the only way you can buy the new releases from these games is in a GameStop store. The Overwatch League Grand Finals and League of Legends World's competitions both took place last week. We'll have a full breakdown of the results from both eSports leagues in just a bit, because ahead next, some stream stats and behavior from another well-known streamer have people questioning the popularity of Ninja. Is Ninja really the most popular streamer? We'll talk about that next on Checkpoint XP.
0: Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios, eSports and video games live here. Oh my God! Checkpoint
1: XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for eSports and video games. I'm James Campbell. Along with me is Robbie Landis, and the only member of Checkpoint XP that has almost all of the House of the Dead arcade games committed to memory... Weird beard It's it's a
3: skill If I went and put it it, Yeah I would put it On the top of my LinkedIn profile Absolutely Wow (laughs) What kind of job Are you going (laughs) to land
1: With that as a skill
3: Uh, It shows that I'm Extremely dedicated And that if there's A zombie apocalypse I'm your guy And I'll make sure You uh, aren't all eaten How far can you run Before you get winded I'm not that You make it seem Like I'm that out of shape (laughs) How far
1: A bit I could do brisk jogs (laughs) His physical His physical abilities Might not be there But the mental capabilities Are there 100% Robbie. We talked in the past weeks about Ninja complaining on one of his streams about how much money he has to pay in taxes and how he wouldn't have wanted to have made so much money that he'd have to pay that much in taxes. Well, another big name streamer discussed his tax situation on stream as well, and he had a bit of a different outlook about it. Weird Beard, what's going on here? So, we talked about this recently about Ninja
3: really kind of uh, blowing up on stream. I don't know why. Like, there's three things I was taught you can ever oh talk no. about. Oh, no. Ninja throwing a tantrum again? You, I'm so surprised. You're not supposed to talk about um, death, taxes, or religion. And, of course, he's talking about taxes. So, Ninja was pretty upset about the fact that he had to pay, reportedly, Fifty percent on his uh, twenty-five million-dollar payout that he's gotten in the past, like few years. Let's hear what he had to say to refresh our memories.
5: I, mean, dude, I, just, I, didn't even, I didn't even know I didn't even know how to do my taxes when I graduated high school, man.
2: Let alone.
5: Let alone. Understand how much money I have to pay In taxes at this point now
2: Nobody feels sorry for you stop whining Yeah so he
3: I mean he was pretty upset and and Essentially people snap back at him because They're like dude you made 25 million dollars How are you getting like even I'll take A million you know what I mean like yeah. You say you're going to take $24 million and I get to keep a million dollars? Didn't he cool. say
2: something a- along the lines of, you guys have no idea what it feels like to just watch $15 million go out the door, yeah.
1: even though you still have $15 million in your bank account? Yes, because I probably watched uh, about a million in taxes go out the door through my entire life working in taxes, and I still have... Not even close to what he has. So his.
3: we actually had uh, essentially the anti-hero, the Batman to uh, Ninja's Joker uh, in the opposite of how Shroud responded. Shroud was actually on stream recently talking about how much he had to pay in taxes. And uh, the Internet has loved him for this. Let's hear what he had to say about it.
5: I don't I don't really I don't really care too much about taxes. I just, you know, I, I pay f- the, the, whatever the amount is and that's it. You know, it just it's out of the way.
2: Like a law-abiding citizen.
5: Because, like, no matter what, to be in this position of being somebody who plays video games for a f***ing living, like, I... I genuinely don't care. Like,
3: and that's the correct <laughs> response to have to all of this, I, I think. I agree.
1: And so Shroud, it sounds like he might be a little bit more mature than Ninja. What do what do you know the age difference between these two gentlemen? Uh Shroud, I think, is in his late thirties.
3: Okay. Ninja, I think, is like twenty nine years old. Yeah. So okay. I mean it's not by much, but it's enough that it's like one is a grown adult reaction. No, actually Shroud is twenty six years old. Wow,
1: Shroud is younger. What? Yeah. My, wow! Yo. Look at him with this beard
3: and tell me he <laughs> looks. old. he does. He looks. He is younger than Ninja. That
1: yeah. is crazy.
3: You know, I, the, the,
2: I feel like the more I learn about Shroud, just just the more that I respect him, and and I don't understand why, in like the cultural sort of overview, that Ninja is considered more famous or was considered, quote-unquote, better. Remember, when they both came back to Twitch, because they, 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 they both came from Mixer after its folding, Yeah, uh, Ninja came back and debuted on Twitch to, to almost 100,000 viewers, whereas Shroud had half a million on his debut. Wow. And that was without Twitch uh, uh, on Twitter as well, being like, oh, Ninja's coming back. The whole new chapter is starting or whatever. I, just, I feel like Ninja is so overhyped and he's
1: just this big man, baby. That's Ooh,
3: fighting all he words.
1: is. <laughs> you have a shocked face on right now, James. Man, baby, and fighting words. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff being said about Ninja. I, well, am I
2: wrong? I mean, based on some of the stuff that we've covered, am I wrong?
1: I mean, uh, I think Ninja's popularity is mostly due to the fact that he was the the best Fortnite player. Is he? The, was he the best uh, Fortnite player at one point in time? I, he was I, the most I was when visible. Fortnite, yeah, was I would not peak? put
2: best next to him because remember okay. there was. Uh, I don't think it was the. The uh, it wasn't the grand finals or, or the World Cup, but there was there might have been like a pro am that Twitch or Fortnite had actually extended the window for people to be able to qualify because Ninja hadn't qualified yet, and oh. even with that extended window, he still didn't qualify. So instead, they brought him in as like a guest analyst or something like that. Crazy. Yeah.
1: But there's a a peek into some of the current streamer drama that's going on online. We do have a little bit more streamer drama to share involving a retired counter-strike global offensive player in the pirate action adventure game Sea of Thieves in just a moment. Because now it's time for this.
0: From the high highs. An absolute monster to the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio.
1: Our nailed and failed is getting started today with our nailed it. This week it goes out to the Overwatch League team, the Houston Outlaws. They held a charity stream event called the Spectacular Streamathon. Players Muma Linkser. Players MoomA, Linkser, and Blase streamed along with Outlaws Partnerships account manager, Sarah. Her name's Sarah. Yep. Everybody else has a cool name. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> well, Sarah and those uh, those other streamers, they raised over $11,188 for Gamers Outreach, which provides games for kids in hospitals. And Checkpoint XP actually talked with Sarah about their event.
0: I think this entire event was a complete success. Our goal initially was to raise $3,500, which is equal to one go-kart creation, um, which we had to keep increasing our goal initially um so we we ended up tripling the amount that we initially thought we would raise so i i think that's beyond incredible
1: all right congrats to sarah and the outlaws and thank you for helping to bring the joy of gaming to more kids in need now, that was our nailed it portion of the nail didn't failed That make sure you stay tuned for the failed it portion coming up in the next hour if you ever missed a nail didn't fail that you can always find them posted over at checkpointxp.com
0: getting the game the number one esports and video game radio show, Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives.
1: You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We were just talking about some streamer drama between two of the most well known streamers, Ninja and Shroud. Well, it looks like Summit 1G, another popular streamer and retired professional Counter Strike Global Offensive player, is also dealing with a bit of drama on his own. But this one, uh, this drama kind of involves Sea of Thieves, the pirate action adventure game.
3: Weirdbeard, what's going on with this? So, this is really like a much larger conversation that's all about, um, like how people play games and how toxic people are allowed to be. Because I'm sure everybody's played with people they would consider toxic, you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. Bad players, they're just rude, they curse at you, they say things, and they're, they're mean and nasty. Yeah, you they're, encounter
1: them all the time. Sometimes I can even get a little toxic.
3: Yeah, so what happens is uh, this guy, he's a prominent uh, Sea of Thieves streamer, and what he would encounter apparently is... Because in Sea of Thieves, you can steal other pirates or other players' like ships. You're able to loot their bases and stuff like that. Like, yeah,
1: to me, that's one of the funnest parts of the game. You see somebody's ship is parked or anchored or whatever, yes. and then they're on an island doing whatever they're doing, and you just go on there and steal their stuff. So
3: this big, this whole big expose that was actually featured in Kotaku featured uh, Rocco talking about how Summit, this popular streamer with millions and millions of followers and fans and whatnot, essentially would be toxic in game and then take it out of the game and actually like raid discord servers with people just spamming like curse words and slurs and, and calling them names and stuff like that and and really they they talked about how large streamers were able to leverage like their fan bases to harass people. You know what I mean? Because if you see a stream with 20,000 mm. people watching, you know what I mean, and you're kind of toxic to that person, are you telling me that it's not a big deal if 2,000 of those people went and just harassed somebody?
2: See, I, I think in some cases you, you don't even have to, like, command your following to do you it. You just
1: have to give, like, the suggestion. Well, well, not yes. even the
2: suggestion. Some people might just see, oh, hey, you know, Summit hates this guy, so we hate this guy too. Yep. And you have to realize that when you're the person being targeted, it's not just like, oh, we'll just ignore Summit. There's like 20,000 people that are probably, you know, tagging you on Twitter, raiding your Discord, doing all types of stuff. And and what's really terrible about it is now the streamer, like Summit, he could claim, well, I didn't tell him to do that. That's just people doing their own thing. But, I mean, personally, it is kind of on them. At the very least, when you hear or find out that this is happening, it's your responsibility to tell your stands like, hey, stop being dicks. Yeah. So we
3: actually reached out. Summit uh, didn't want to give us a comment. But on stream recently, Summit responded to this saying that, like, playing super
6: nice and everything like that
3: uh, is not how the game should be played.
6: ...info, motherfucker, you don't talk about how they get those servers going in the first place on Discord through harassment themselves. They will stomp a ship out until they leave the motherfucker game and get on their ship you feel me they don't talk about all that stuff though and then they sit on their servers where it's supposed to be a give and take experience pirates and mother that take and pirates that find and it's a big circle of we need each other but they sit in their circle jerk farms and avoiding all aspects of fear just to get all the same stuff that you get by the way the gold farm they get it way faster way easier without fear of anything and that's not how the game should be played and we thought like that i was stopping some abusers from abusing the game okay that wasn't a community it was a very niche little thing you know what i mean Uh, Some argued that the streamer was simply reintroducing PvP back into these servers through metagaming, while others were critical of the ways in which Summit uses audience influence outside the game to infiltrate these servers, comparing it to the unpopular practice of stream sniping. Well, it's funny how one is okay – All right. But somehow this one instance that I do it, it's not. You're telling me I've been getting stream sniped for 10 years, right? For me to do it on one video game back and everybody, you're going to bitch fit about that. Come on. Come on. Several of his viewers would enter discords or comment on Twitter. You bet your ass. I hot. No, no, no. It wasn't just viewers. Okay. I specifically hired motherfuckers. Okay. No money involved or anything. I just, I got motherfuckers to actively speak on my discord so i
3: mean i I kind of get it like part of me is like it is kind of like a a player versus player game right like sure but
2: it should not come outside of the game yeah i
3: think the the harassment outside of that is kind of the part that makes it like all right that that crossed the line that's
1: too far coming up players of the avengers game that have already completed a majority of the content released at launch much like robbie landis we have good news for those players looks like new content is coming soon Find out which Marvel characters are getting added to the lineup in just a bit because ahead next, the Grand Finals of Overwatch League as well as the League of Legends Worlds competitions both took place last week. We have a full breakdown of the results from both leagues when Checkpoint XP returns.
0: Stop blowing my mind! We're rolling with continuous eSports on the only show for eSports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness around. No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with me, James Campbell, along with Weird Beard and someone who was glued to his monitors watching the Overwatch League Grand Finals, Robbie Landis.
2: It, honestly, it was actually a little bit easier this time. Like, like, like when it comes to watching esports for the weekend, usually I have like, I, I can't stop. There's so much going on. But being that it was the Grand Finals, there was only four teams to go. So the only thing that sucked about it was because they were playing in Korea. Uh, the matches started at like you know either five a.m. or nine a.m. So oh, man. most of them I caught on the vods afterwards. But uh, yeah, I, look, I have to say this was some of the best Overwatch we have had all season, and this includes a season when uh, you know the. Uh, hero pools have been put in, so there's been a lot of stuff constantly changing. There's been
1: a lot of... I feel like almost when we first started doing the show together, there was a lot of different changes happening to the Overwatch League almost every week.
2: 2020 has been... uh, It's been a year, let's just say. And that's not even counting all of the COVID-induced changes. Mm -hmm. But we went into this. uh, From North America, we had the San Francisco Shock and the Philadelphia Fusion. And then from the uh, Asian region, we had the Shanghai Dragons and the Seoul Dynasty. And look, three of those teams... We're at the top of the standings, regular season, all, like, period. In fact, I don't think between the lot of them, they had more than 10 losses. Wow. And then you had Seoul Dynasty, who had a very, very shaky year, but somehow managed to sort of pull it all together just in time to make it into the Grand Finals here. And, you know, I kind of expected that if anyone was going to get bounced, it would have been them. But unfortunately, fans in Philly... You guys, uh, I feel sorry for
3: you. Well, uh, I feel yeah. so sorry for you. Let's, let's actually let's play a small clip of uh, that match right now.
1: Hold on to try and break the fusion out of this compromising scenario. There we go. Take
5: a soil sample for analysis. Ivy, he's back in spawn, and the dynasty move forward in numbers now. Just a little funny. Astro, to I mean, he couldn't get out there, and the soul dynasty dispatch a Philly fusion who spent all season creating chaos and thriving in it, but now Philadelphia, they die by the same sword that they lived.
2: Yeah, Philadelphia Fusion, uh, they had two games that they played, and they got fully swept 3-0 in both of those games. They looked nothing like the team that we had been watching all season long, uh, but they lost to both Shanghai and then the Seoul Dynasty. Uh, San Francisco Shock, they coasted all the way through the winners bracket, all the way to the grand finals. And uh, it was the Shanghai Dragons in the Seoul Dynasty that went all the way to a game five before the Shanghai Dragons. This is the team that in the inaugural season in 2018, they went 0 in 40. Wow. They lost 40 matches? They lost every single match. That, I believe, is currently the record in professional sports for the longest losing streak they would then come back in 2019 40. they did okay they were about middle of the road but then this year they were on a tear they they demolished everyone they went up against and and you know the match that was sort of you know spoken of was the shock versus the shanghai dragons that was the completion of their anime storyline mm-hmm. and they lost to the Soul yeah, Dynasty yeah, in the losers yeah. bracket in a game five. So was it worth staying up? Did you stay up or did I you did not. Up I caught all of these on VODs. But what would have been worth staying up for was uh, and, and <laughs> staying up for. I would have just had to get up early. It was a nine a.m. match between the San Francisco Shock and the Soul Dynasty. The Shock, of course. Being our champions from last year in uh, Game Six, they went all the way to a Game Six. It was four to two, was the final score. The Shock did end up taking the series and are now
1: the first Overwatch League back-to-back champions. Wow! Congratulations to the Shock on that. I assume we might have some more details, more in-depth analysis over at the Owls Nest, Robbie.
2: Uh, yes, absolutely. You can find the Owls Nest over at checkpointxp.com or on the Checkpoint XP YouTube channel.
1: You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. We were just getting the rundown from Robbie Landis on how the Overwatch League Grand Finals played out last week. While Overwatch wasn't the only esport league holding a major competition, League of Legends held their Worlds competition as well. We do have Checkpoint XP producer Callie joining us to give us an update. Callie, did the North American team do as poorly as some of the predictions I heard you and Weirdbeard discussing earlier?
5: Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'll no hope you, for North America. It's, it's real hard being a fan of North America in League of Legends. It is Not in Overwatch. <laughs> in League of Legends specifically because I, I got to tell you, we do have one of the greatest productions anywhere. Like the, the LCS is second to none in production value. It's awesome to watch. And then you realize how bad the competition level is once you get to the international stage. We had three teams that were sent to Worlds this year, Team Liquid, Team Solo Mid, and FlyQuest, and all three of them have been eliminated Oof. as of this weekend. And None and of them survived the group stage. six. Team Solo Mid yeah, did not TSM. win a
3: single game at Worlds
5: this year. <laughs> six losses. Match, huh?
3: I, th- I think, uh, if I know this correctly, they're the first number one seed to never win a single match in group oh, stages. I
5: believe they are indeed the first number one seed to ever go winless. So oh yeah, man. like
1: what a title to own.
5: Not it, not, a, not a great title, but it is a classic North American title to own. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, classic NA, of course. Team Liquid uh, finishes three and three. They made it interesting with an impressive second week of performance, but they didn't make it through. And FlyQuest, maybe the sole bright spot of Sunday morning was uh, them defeating Top Sports, which are, in my opinion, the best team in the world. I thought there was zero chance they would beat the Chinese juggernaut, but they did uh, to force a tiebreaker game, which would have seen them make it past group stages and into the quarterfinals if they had managed to beat Korea's Kingzone Dragon X, and they got smashed. Now, now, to
2: date, has a North American team ever made it out of group stages?
5: Yes. uh, Cloud9 managed it two years ago. They made it all the the way to the semifinals. And uh, do you count season one before Korea and China were allowed to play? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay, then no. It's it, it hasn't happened. Uh, my my favorite thing that I actually saw uh, over the weekend:
2: Sinatra, who was the league MVP uh. in Overwatch two years ago. He was on the San Francisco Shock, so they are world. He, he has a world championship. Left San Francisco Shock. He's playing uh, Valorant. Valorant right now for what team? Is it Sentinels. Sentinels. Is for the Sentinels He actually tweeted out Do I have to switch over To League of Legends Just to get these clowns Out of group stage? Oh, i tell you who, what Sinatra <laughs> I'll tell you what Sinatra it,
5: it couldn't hurt At this point I mean I, I don't even know What else to try I don't think There's anyone good In our entire region Right now Now Did, did I also hear That there's there's talk That double lift Might be done what? Uh So he was unceremoniously Ousted from Team Solo Man yes. He is gone and I, listen, I, for me, I think his next stop is either going to be the caster's desk or maybe someone like 100 Thieves picks him up for like a one more like, hey, let's bring in the veteran oh, hold, and hold see on. if he so can get on. up there.
2: Hold on. So this year, he who, who, who you would argue is yeah. one of the
5: the all time greatest quote, North unquote American players. Yeah.
2: All time greatest. <laughs> he was kicked off with Team Liquid so, yeah.
5: and Team Solomon. Yes. In the same season. Yes. Yeah, he's been kicked off two teams this wow. year. Wow, yeah. what a reputation. <laughs> yeah, and he might be the the greatest of all time in North America. So. Yeah, and it's... it's I but think he's at the end of his career. He's old. 27. It, what do you want? The
3: money of it, the money aspect of it is what blows my mind. Like, Doublelift was paid how many millions of dollars? One of the highest, like, contracts. I don't know. They backed a Brink's truck up to his house. I don't <laughs> yes. know. What do you wow. want? Like, it's just massive amounts of money, and it's like, the guy's not even going to exist in the
5: league next year. No. Like, that's
3: crazy
2: but it's like you
5: look in the NFL Tom Brady he's probably on his last season now we can probably pretty safely say that how many rings does he have to show for it you're not wrong. wrong You're not wrong. Well, I'll tell you right now. He might not
1: have any rings, but he has a Brinks truck coming yeah. to his house. The show. For there's it. a
5: video
2: out there of him somewhere, like rolling around in a bed of money. It'd be like,
1: like Floyd Mayweather, yeah, you know, walking around with bags with the millions that's of dollars. in Not cash an exaggeration. In it. You no, can that video exists. Find a
2: video of double lift rolling around in a bed of money.
1: Yep. If I had money like that, you'd probably find videos of me doing it naked all the time. <laughs> Coming up, have Twitch staff members been popping into streams and tricking streamers into promoting brands? This is a very interesting story that we'll talk about in just a bit. Because coming up next, big news for players of the Avengers game that have already completed a majority of the content released at launch. The first downloadable content for the game is coming soon. Find out which new characters from the Marvel Universe you'll be able to save the world with. That, plus the free game of the week, all next on Checkpoint XP.
5: Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date Calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. The League of Legends World Championships continue throughout the month of October with the finals set to be held in early November. With the Overwatch League Grand Finals in the books, normally we turn our attention to the Overwatch World Cup. However, with BlizzCon cancelled this year, that event is now in doubt. We're unlikely to see more professional Overwatch until 2021. In Counter-Strike Global Offensive, the month of October plays host to IEM New York as well as the DreamHack Open Fall Event. The RLCS X-Fall Major is underway, and North America's turn is just about here. North America will compete on October 18th and October 25th. The November 6th Siege Major has been replaced by a regional competition that will be held online. North American competition will run November 13th through the 15th. We're coming up on the end of the major esports seasons at this point, and it's going to be a long wait until January. Hopefully, 2021 will be a better year for esports. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, head on over to our website. That's over at CheckpointXP.com.
0: Get in the game. Go! The number one eSports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives.
5: Welcome back to
1: Checkpoint XP, your home for eSports and gaming. You're hanging with Weird Beard, Robbie Landis, and someone who thinks Crash Bandicoot 4 is way too difficult of a video game. Me. James King I saw on stream though you beat your first boss. I did beat my bear. Do you know how many times it took? <laughs> it took lot. like fifty attempts.
2: But- I I saw I saw your your tweet too. Where you're like I beat the f- when when I first read it I thought it said I beat Crash Bandicoot. And I was about to be so proud of you. And yeah. then I reread it again. You're like no. the first level. The first and I'm like oh.
1: level. Do you know how many hoops we had to jump through as that Bandicoot to try to beat that boss? Oh my god! How do children play this game? They're, that's they're, what I need to know. Yeah. How do children <laughs> a grown man games could barely beat the games boss Games aren't
2: considered children's games anymore. They're just games, man. Neither you're you're good enough to beat it or you're not good enough that, to beat
3: that's it. That's a that's your new title is uh the man <laughs> emasculated by a bandicoot.
1: <laughs> I'll take it. I liked it. The man emasculated by the bandicoot. I have to put that in next week's rejoins. Good news for players already bored of the new Avengers game that released back in September of this year. If you've already played through all the content that came with the initial release, don't worry, there is more on the way soon. Robbie, when do I need to hurry up and complete this game by so I'm ready for the first downloadable content release? Well, you should complete it as soon as possible, first of all.
2: Uh, And and actually, I I need Weirdbeard to to hear me here because apparently the Avengers game, as of right now, is in dire straits. You were the one that's sort of been campaigning for this game. It's going to be a big success. And while the game itself was, yes... Very good, according to some of the Steam numbers, there is uh, uh, around two thousand people still playing it at any at any point in time. What was uh,
3: what was the game that I told you I thought it was uh, not Destiny, but uh, the other big flop, Anthem. 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 That's right. that's what I really feel okay. like this game has turned into, and that's no. such a disappointment. <laughs> uh, oh, not man. quite. Anthem on release. Didn't have any content Like like there
2: wasn't a story To it yet There is actually A story here At the very least If no content ever comes out For this game again I put 40 to 60 hours into it Same that I would Into like a Final Fantasy game Or you know Any other uh, A Spider-Man game that I came know you out, ripped right?
1: Through this game Like super yeah, fast Yeah definitely
2: My money was well spent, but obviously there are some people that want more, and this was designed to be a game as a service, to keep delivering more and more content to people. People that are expecting to maybe be playing this every single day, monthly content constantly, I think they need to cool their jets a little bit. I think you need to consume this more like you would a World of Warcraft or a Destiny, where you get content every maybe three to four months. And to that end, uh, Crystal Dynamics has said that, yes, more content is on its way. Uh, They haven't given a specific time date, but probably somewhere near the end of October here, uh, we'll be getting a new storyline that has to do with the two Hawkeyes, Kate Bishop and Clint Barton. It will also introduce a new base quest hub, as well as new missions and new enemies. And uh, go ahead and and, and listen to the short little clip here from the little bit of of a cinematic or a teaser that we did get so far. What the
6: hell is that? Our guest finally agreed to help. Remember what's riding on this.
1: Easy, Doc. Deals a deal. I'll do my part. We need to
2: destroy that place. No so there we go and uh, I think the thing that I'm most excited for here isn't actually Clint Barton but uh, Kate Bishop she was the second Hawkeye to take up the mantle and uh, I can already see Weird Beard over there giving me giving me this look the, well, same, yes, look, he the same look that mm-hmm. I give him whenever he talks about Spelunky too. but I will have you know that Kelly Spelunky Thompson good. that Kelly Thompson's Kate Barton or not Kate Barton sorry Kate Bishop's Hawkeye won an Eisner Award, all right, and is one of the best stories out there, so you better watch yourself, I, Weird Beard. I get the
3: comic book thing, but at the same time, like, just how they changed the previous Spider-Man to now look like Tom Holland, I think they just go off movie caricatures, and so Hawkeye's gonna suck. Hawkeye
2: looks nothing like the MCU one. He looks more like, uh, who's, 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 who's the guy from, uh, 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 the, the Unbreakable Trilogy? Uh, McAvoy. Uh, in, Jason, uh,
1: James McAvoy? Yeah. And
2: yes. what was that superhero movie he was in? He's yeah. bald and
1: creepy? Yeah. He was okay. uh,
2: Professor X. He was also Professor X. But anyway, he looks a lot like him. Okay. But anyway, look, I, I have hope for it. You know, what we played so far uh, in just what was a release with it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think that people are maybe getting their hopes up or, or just getting a little bit too whiny to think that you're constantly going to have new content like every single month. Go play some other games, right? So Cyberpunk's about to come out. Take a break.
1: We don't know the exact date, but what are you guys' feelings on probably right around the release of the next-gen consoles? I feel like it's going to come out right before that point.
2: See, I was thinking sometime near the end of October here, uh, uh, maybe early November, but just in time to maybe encourage some people to get a PS5 who haven't picked it up yet. Yeah. Those who already have it on PS4, my thoughts. you do get a free upgrade to the PS5 version, mm-hmm. which is nice. Don't have to worry about you know spending any mu- any uh, extra money here. But but that wouldn't be a bad idea to help
3: push it through. Now, the last thing I have to ask on this is, is is this a game you would want to sink the long amount of time into? Like, Because I feel I'm, I'm weird. Some games I just want to come to an end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, don't give me unlimited DLC. Don't continue going. Like, that was the game. Thank you very much. I have other things to do. Is Avengers a game that you want to continue to soak hours into? Yes, because here's the thing. Uh, the way that they do their difficulty...
2: You don't actually have to participate in what people call the grind, who are just constantly playing it to get stronger and stronger and stronger. You don't have to do that if you just want to experience the story. And I like the idea of being able to come back every three, four, five months, play a new injection of story content. And this could, and if they continue with the same level of writing and production they did for the initial release of the game, will be the MCU of video games, which people were clamoring for after the PS4 Spider-Man release. And this is the better place to do it.
1: And so I think, if uh, to kind of help answer your question too, Weirdbeard, if you're into the games for the story, like Robbie is, Robbie is a very passionate gamer, especially when it comes to a great story arc, mm-hmm. great storylines, I think this is going to be the game for you. If you're just wanting to play the game because you're a huge Marvel Avengers fan, you might not be in for the long haul, all these downloadable content and all that other stuff. But I feel like if you're down for the story and you're a Marvels fan, this is the game to drop your money on.
2: Well, and again, once you buy it one time, you don't have to keep buying the DLC. You can basically just show up once every six months and have new content to play in between all the other major releases that you're waiting for. It's a win-win.
0: Gaming on a budget. We've got a game for free. dollars 99. Checkpoint XP's free game of the week. Checkpoint XP has
1: you covered with the free game of the week. This week's free game of the week is Sonic the Hedgehog 2.
0: I love
5: you so is, I mean, like, oh. <laughs> was this game just designed to, like, make your little brother miserable? Yes. Is that what it is? Of course. what That's really it's funny. It's the Plagueis Tales his
3: little brother mode. Oh, like, 100%. Boy. It's
5: like, I'm doing something. I can fly.
6: <laughs> Am I healthy? No,
1: actually, you're hindering. James, how many Sonic the Hedgehog games have you played? Uh, really? Just, well, I have to think back now. I've played the original, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um... And I think that, that might be it. I feel like I've played other Sonic games, but none are ringing in the bell.
3: Blasphemous. Sonic, yeah. Yeah. Sonic 2, though, is kind of the one that every, if you imagine what a Sonic game is in your head. Oh, Sonic Spinball is the other Sonic game I played That's all the one. time. So this has nothing to do with Sonic Spinball, but it is oh. the classic what everybody, it takes the what you originally had in Sonic and improves on it in Sonic uh, Sonic 2. And really, though, like to get this on Steam for free is such a huge win. It feels like Sonic has been everywhere ever since the movie uh, came out in did well, mm-hmm. uh, so I think it's fun to be able to pick I, I, this honestly, up. Honestly,
2: I'm actually surprised that that Sega has allowed Sonic to be put on Steam at this point. Like, I would have expected it, uh, you know, on the Switch for sure, but uh, allowing Steam and PC users a chance to play it that really surprises me.
1: Is this the first Sonic uh, game that's been on the PC, available on a PC? No, you could buy them beforehand. Oh, so okay, there's okay.
3: there's like the remake Sonic Mania, right? That had like all the old ones. And oh, like,
2: see, I didn't realize that Sonic Mania had everything in. It. I thought it was just like a new Sonic.
3: It it made. is, but like they also had you can go back and revisit other ones. Interesting. There's also the, a re-release of the classic. Like this you, this was available on Steam. You had to pay. I think it was like five bucks for it or something. Right now, though, for it to be free, I think it's super cool. Especially because what it feels like anymore is a lot of these. Uh, Uh, Companies are re-releasing Like Specialized systems, right? To be able to—that's the only way you can play like all the, the old. Nintendo games. or the Sega Minis? Yes, exactly. They're even thinking about doing a Sega Dreamcast Mini. Oh, I um, heard the rumors about that. And so, I think it's nice that you have a company that's like, "Hey, you don't have to buy a whole Sega Genesis Mini to be able to play Sonic. You want to just play the best Sonic that it is out there? Cool. Play Sonic uh,
1: Sonic Two for free. Awesome. Uh, this is the Sonic. This one has Tails, right? This yes. Little sidekick. This one does have Tails. Miles and- per hour. What about Knuckles? Is that coming in a later title?
2: Knuckles was in Sonic Three. Yes.
1: Okay, I got to give all my my Sonic the Hedgehog titles straight. Here. <laughs> yes, you do. But there's your free game of the week, Sonic the Hedgehog Two. You can play it right now for free on Steam. Now, if you're looking for another good game recommendation, something that's easy to get into and well worth the time, we have our Patient Gamer segment coming up in the next hour. Coming up next. We're going to find out what exactly some video game characters would have posted on their OnlyFans page, as well as what some of us here on Checkpoint XP could potentially post on their OnlyFans page. It's coming up next on Checkpoint
0: XP. Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull up. The Alamo he's unbelievable. (laughs) Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness, how does he do this? On radio's number one show for eSports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio, a Beasley eSports product.
1: Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for eSports and gaming. You've got me, James Campbell. And joining me are weird beard and the only person I've ever encountered in real life to claim to be able to tame an owlbear. Robbie Landis.
2: Uh, well, I mean, look in in Baldur's Gate. Uh, I was not able to. I did steal its egg, though, as revenge. You stole an owl bear's uh, egg. Yeah, it what is an owl bear? Yes. H- it's, it's imagine a bear, okay, right? but it has an owl's head instead of fur. Its feathers. It's terrifying. It's terrifying.
1: Does it have wings, or does it have bear arms and claws?
2: Uh, it kind of has a little bit of both.
1: So it's um, kind of like a like what a, what's it, a centaur it, it, and a man? It, it's what's a monstrosity. That
2: called? It's called a centaur.
1: Oh, it is a centaur. <laughs> yeah. okay. A minotaur? Oh, no, a minotaur is a yeah. bull and a man. But wow. uh,
2: anyway, I sold its egg because it was 750 gold.
1: 750 so. gold. Wow.
2: Yeah, it was a nice pretty penny. Yeah.
1: You, so you don't eat the owlbear eggs? You No, sold I sold it. it. <laughs> it's probably a very expensive delicacy. Probably, yeah. All right. Well, good luck on your taming uh, of the owlbears there, Robbie Landis. Last week, Callie walked away as the Checkpoint XP champion after she was able to identify the imposter game reviews of Among Us. Well, Weird Beard has a new game this week that involves video game characters and... OnlyFans
3: pages? Yes. So we are actually going to be doing a thing where we guess uh, what's on people's OnlyFans. So in case you're living under a rock, what is OnlyFans? OnlyFans is, uh, it's been around since 2016, and it's a, a website to where people pay you to like get exclusive content. Now, most of the time, it's used by like adult workers in a certain line of Lewd work. content. Yeah. Yes,
1: like shirtless photos and mm-hmm. pictures of genitalia.
3: However, they have had an ad campaign recently to remind people that it's not not just nudity that you sell on OnlyFans. Oh, so so it's
1: just a Patreon.
3: Yeah, kind of. But so what we're going to do is we are going to guess what video game characters would be putting on their particular OnlyFans. But first, I want to start with what you guys would put
1: on your OnlyFans. James, what would go on yours? My OnlyFans would probably contain uh, videos of me shirtless eating Cheesy Godita Crunches (laughs) by the pool. Great. (laughs) <laughs> it's totally worth six ninety nine a month, too. By the way. All,
2: right, yes. all right. Well, look, first of all, you can choose how much
1: you want people to pay. So. Well, that's why I figure yeah. six ninety nine. dollars is worth a couple of shots of me. Uh, look,
2: in in order to compete with what people actually put on OnlyFans, mine would have to be adult-themed, and I would do uh, daily magic items that you can use in your home D&D campaigns that are geared more towards the erotic role-playing of the uh, the fan base
3: Erotic
1: wow. role play? Robbie Landis into erotic role play He was
3: able to marry
5: that so
1: well He was He is truly a dungeon master
3: uh, <laughs> um, For my OnlyFans I think I would put Um Pictures and videos of my cats And so what I'd do Is I'd title them Like super lewd stuff And everything mm-hmm. uh, In reference to my cats He'd be like Washing this dirty girl today And his cat like Or got be like Watch so me shave
1: like, my pee Yes yeah. exactly
3: And so I think it's uh I think it would go over well People would pay for my cat pictures Alright So wh- how we're gonna play I'm gonna give you A uh, video game character And you have to tell me What they would put On their OnlyFans Wait fans. hold on How do we earn points? <laughs> There's no points. All right, so we'll start with you, James. Yes. Okay. Um. So, are you familiar with who Nathan Drake is?
1: Nathan Drake. Uh. Kind of. Yes. Tom From Holland's it. playing him in. Is it just Cause? Uncharted. Uncharted.
3: Okay. Yes. So Nathan Drake. What would Nathan Drake put on his OnlyFans? All
2: right. Now before you answer this, Callie is here. Oh, Callie Callie's joining us. Okay. Is going to serve as a judge. Now, weird bit. Are you also going to be answering these as well? it just me and James. Uh, I think it's you and James. All right. Like so motto, it's me motto, and James. Oh man, this is OnlyFans
1: going head to head with Robbie. All yeah. you have Prepare to do. Prepare to lose, Robbie. All
2: you have to do is at the end you're going to pick a winner based on who you think came up with the best ideas here. And, and the idea is
5: Game Characters Only Fans page? Yes. yes. Got it. Okay, I can All do right. that. Nathan Drake.
1: Nathan Drake's the first one he's given me from Uncharted. you, are you familiar with that yeah. game,
5: Robbie? I... <laughs> just making
1: sure. Come on, James. Exotic locations. Shirtless, full frontal nudes posing in front of wow. crazy exploits that he's just done. So okay. if he's blowing up a ship or something in the background he's now posing fully nude. With this destruction behind him,
5: I've got to say that's got seems like it'd be really tough on him. Like he just goes to this crazy, like high flying adventure, and then he yeah. like lands, and he's like, "Okay, wait a minute, time get the get camera naked. out. I got to take my clothes off." Well,
1: Callie, he's dangerous and neurotic at the same time, and he has a phone with selfie capabilities, so he can do it all. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. All right, Robbie. Robbie, what do you think? You're a move, Robbie Landis.
3: Oh,
2: I also have to do? You're not know, going you to give me a different I'll character? I'll give you a different one. Oh, that, that's what I thought it was. Uh, Bowser. What would Bowser put <laughs> on <laughs>
3: his OnlyFans?
2: Bowser's OnlyFans is all the different ways that he tortures and puts the Goombas and the Koopa Troopers through hell. That's exactly. dark. That's a yeah. pretty yeah. good it's, answer, though. Do
5: you... Put that on OnlyFans? I thought OnlyFans was like like only for well, like no, this, There's, there's actually
2: a new campaign they've been doing to remind people that OnlyFans isn't just for lewds and nudes. It, it's basically Patreon. You you can really put any content oh,
5: Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that said, I think James really stuck to it. So I'm going to say James ding, gets the point in the first round. That's a point. All right, here we go. Second round, James. What would
1: Samus Aran put on her OnlyFans. This is the the chick from Metroid, yes, right? Yes, Okay. Intergalactic fornication videos is oh what she's going to put on her right, well, OnlyFans James fans is what page.
5: we're going to call OnlyFans classic.
6: Yes.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm going with the OnlyFans that I'm familiar of on my own account. All right.
5: Intergalactic <laughs>
1: Fornication. Fornication. Yes. Fornication. Okay, she's hooking up with a bunch of different alien that's, beings.
5: That's
2: wow. Okay, James. For, for I don't know that I want to address. First of all, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I want to think about
5: Samus and a Metroid, but hey, everybody's tested. Okay, okay. For just Ro-
1: so you know, the fan art exists. I'm sure it does. For
3: Robbie, I'm going to say Cortana from the Halo. From series. Halo. Oh,
2: Cortana from the. The Halo fan art series. also series. exists. Okay, so, this yeah. one. so <laughs> Cortana, her OnlyFans page isn't actually pictures. Her OnlyFans page is audio-based as she hooks up, not like that, And <laughs> she gets together with other digital-based video game characters, and they start releasing singles akin to KDA stuff.
5: Oh. Okay. okay uh Point goes to Robbie on the pure basis that I actually want to see that one, <laughs> and I don't know that I want to see James KDA featuring Cortana. Fair yeah, enough. I think I'm into that. Actually. What's, what's KDA? KDA is the virtual pop band that the League of Legends characters make. Ah, pop stars.
1: Okay. We talked about this. Few gotcha. weeks ago. Yes, yeah. I knew. I knew the term has been used before, but I had yep. to. I need a refresher. Thank you. <laughs>
3: All right, next one we are playing. What would these video game pa- characters put on their OnlyFans? We have James and Robbie guessing, and it seems like Callie was forced to come in uh, against her will yeah. to have to moderate on this one. James, your next person. has got to do a better job than Chris Wallace. Yes. James, what would Scorpion from Mortal
1: Kombat put on his OnlyFans? Scorpion from Mortal Kombat on his OnlyFans. Okay, so he's like uh, the yellow guy in Mortal Kombat. Get
5: over here!
1: Yes, thank you. His fatalities usually involve him taking his head, his mask off, and like blowing fire from a skull. Yep, that's correct. And that kind of stuff. So I'm assuming he's a grill man. So he's taking tasteful nudes. <laughs> Around grill They don't all have to be nudes This is the only This is the only fans That I know Robbie It all has nudes Unless you're Bella Thorne Where you're ripping off Your audience And not posting those nudes So he's gonna have Like steaks And sausages And all those sorts of things Kind of around That you can use An innuendo for And he's gonna pose In that environment
5: is, Is this like
1: Like he's cooked them though it could be raw. It could be cooked. Okay. It depends on what your, what your pleasure is.
3: I'm sure, what you're it'll, I'm sure it'll be raw. Yep. <laughs> oh. All right. But Robbie, for you, what would Mega Man put on his OnlyFans? Ooh,
2: you know what? I think Mega Man would actually be uh, a, a pretty close to what, what you wanted to do with yours, Rick. It would all be about his dog, Rush. It would be nice wholesome content.
1: Oh quite gosh. the opposite. Put it on Patreon. Okay. Nice wholesome content, put the right to Patreon. <laughs> this, is, this is only fans, Robbie. Um, I think No one's looking at pictures of a robot dog. Nobody I think,
2: wants to look at raw meat
6: either.
5: <laughs> you have never been on Grinder, have you, Robbie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Robbie's. Uh, I think the the Mega Man one will get more views. I think I think nice pet content always wins. It's, although look, pet like, content on OnlyFans makes me nervous. Well, look, it's like the guy on Pornhub who always puts like
2: wholesome content, like here's how to change your tire, or you know. All right, point goes to Robbie. <laughs> yeah, what you fantasy
1: does Rob, What fantasy world does Robbie live in where he thinks that's posted on Pornhub? Yeah, uh,
2: there is actually a dude who does that. He posts <laughs> actual good stuff.
3: <laughs> last person Or last round here uh, Robbie is up by one point On James right now James I need you to tell me For your final
1: answer What would Donkey Kong Put on his OnlyFans oh, Donkey man. Kong Well obviously Donkey Kong is going to post Nudes uh, <laughs> Don- But he's wearing a barrel Donkey Dongs He'll be wearing a barrel You know um, He'll have some bananas Put in uh, You know Very very Strategic spots yeah. You know Some big bananas it's, impl- it's implied nudes It's classy art Yeah yeah He's going to keep it Classy, classy. Uh, he'll have that princess in distress, you know, for Donkey Kong, you know, back in the old days yep, when yep. Donkey Kong had the princess, you know. Original Pauline. She'll be there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's what Donkey Kong's putting on his OnlyFans. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Robbie, for your final answer, I need you to tell me, what would Sam Fisher from the Splinter Cell series. Put on his OnlyFans.
1: All
2: right, I'm, I'm actually going to go a little bit more into what James does. <laughs> Being this Sam Fisher is all about stealth and espionage, all of his are going to be nude selfies in places you wouldn't expect them to be. Like, uh, like, he's
5: he's going Deadpool.
2: Yeah, like the president is there in in in, in the uh, but ab- in the Oval Office above the desk, and Sam Fisher has like come down Mission Impossible. Style. He's still got like the weird yep. headset on, yep. but he's that's now the, nude. That's otherwise, that's the only thing he's wearing, and he's taking a picture of his junk with the Oval Office behind him. Well, I'm sorry,
5: Robbie gets the point. Yeah, even James on board with it. Robbie gets the point. All yeah right.
0: champion once again. From the high highs, an absolute monster to the low lows. There you go for more. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio?
1: You heard I nailed it earlier when we told you about the Houston Outlaws and their spectacular stream I to raise money for Gamers Outreach. Well, now it's time to hear who failed it. Sometimes it's not about what you did, but the karma that eventually catches up to you for it. Streamer Erob has made it a staple of his Twitch channel to open packages on stream sent to him from listeners, and he obviously trusted his viewers and fans a bit too much. Listen as Erob opens a smelly package and hear the horror in his voice as he realizes just what's in the bag. It stinks, Brittany.
0: <gasps> it's a baggie of something. <laughs> what is that? It?
1: It's sh- you have been uh, pooped on. What to know about him? Uh, over uh, <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Uh, His wife's in the back with like uh, baby,
3: just like uh, watching, oh being like, God. they just
1: sent me. <laughs> <shit."> <laughs> the
3: dread me. in her voice. What's in
1: it? it What's in the bag?
3: <laughs> it's like the it's like
1: Brad Pitt and Seven.
3: Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> What's in the
1: bag? No. It's poop. Yeah. All right. Don't forget if you ever miss a nail, didn't fail that. You can find the posted over at Checkpoint XP. Com. Coming up, we asked on social media over at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook, if 2020 was a video game, what would it be? We'll discuss your answers in a little bit because ahead next, we're checking the gaming headlines. Robbie, what do you have in store for us?
2: Rapper-turned-streamer Logic just dropped $220,000 on a rare, coveted nerd artifact.
1: Ooh, gold-plated NES. Mm-hmm. We'll find out what it is next on Checkpoint XP.
0: Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my God, Checkpoint
1: XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP. Your home for esports and gaming. I'm James Campbell. And with me is Robbie Landis. As well as the only member of Checkpoint XP to be followed on social media by a real life character from Mortal Kombat. It's a Weird Weird. I have to tell you, I love the fact because uh, the guy that played Johnny Cage
3: in the movies is friends with me on Facebook. And he recently posted like old martial arts combat videos of like him training in a dojo when he looked like Johnny Cage nice. from the movie and everything. Oh, it was so good. Does he have any videos of doing the splits and the punch? I mean he does it still
1: but like as an old guy now.
3: Oh. It's, it's kinda of weird to watch, but at the same time <laughs> More like, like Johnny Aged.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh Twitch is back in the headlines for some questionable reasons. Are they taking advantage of streamers to promote brands for free? Well, we'll find out about that in a bit, because first, it's time for this.
0: Hey! Oh! The guy is unreal. My goodness! Here's another esports gaming update with Robbie Landis on Checkpoint XP Radio. You may have heard about the Super Nintendo World
2: theme park opening next year in Japan, but have you heard of porn company Soft on Demand's adult theme park opening in Tokyo? I have not. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, it's mostly just a place to get alcohol and buy adult DVDs, but uh, apparently some employees walk around in bikinis as well. Ah, are they hiring? (laughs) It is apparently a five-story COVID-friendly uh, environment. All their employees are, like, behind plexiglass or whatever, and everyone's required to wear masks, which makes it uh, pretty hard to drink your beverages, I guess. But apparently, uh, they were thinking about holding off until after all the COVID stuff, but uh, uh, their CEO said this is the best time to do it, because of covid yeah
1: people are stuck in the house so what are they gonna do watch porn I
2: go out and get some from this theme park apparently which doesn't really think can like you call it a theme park, park- see like- that was my thing when i saw the headline porn company adult theme park i'm like whoa okay
1: what about if this and Did it's really
2: can- just it's a five-story bar with adult dvds
1: okay but what if on a couple of these stories they have like you know those ponies you can ride at the grocery store
2: this is already okay. yeah okay
1: But you, instead of it being a pony, it's a piece of male genitalia that you can ride. All right,
2: Mortal Kombat has released the next three characters in their DLC lineup. They feature two legacy characters, Melina and Rain, as well as a true American action hero, John Rambo.
3: The Rambo is such a disappointment because
2: yes what come on look this isn't the first time they featured not MK characters they've had the Joker they've had Spawn they've had Robocop I I think it's and Rambo is even voiced by Sylvester Stallone what is your problem Weird Beard
3: Uh, I think that I don't know maybe it's the fact that I just don't even like like the later movies got away the very first Rambo was about this guy with PTSD who wasn't you know like super hype he never killed anybody in that movie you read
2: read the Kotaku article about how Mortal Kombat are not honoring the legacies of the original characters I also
3: think it's dumb. I wish you know what I mean. Like, if you're gonna make a crazy, cool fighting game, make a character that's not just like Stallone in real life. You know what I mean? No, like,
2: I'm I'm uh, cool with this. I don't think that Mortal Kombat has to worry about honoring the legacy of movies that has nothing to do with. It's just about having fun. And I think that Rambo is a badass and deserves to be in there. What about you, James? I'm
1: with you. Put Rambo in my Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Him that's and right. And versus RoboCop. I want to see who would win. Who would mm-hmm. win? RoboCop versus Rambo? It's probably RoboCop. Alien, honest, Predator. They're me. all in there. Leatherface. Yep. They've been in there before,
2: too. You yeah, know? see, this is great. Yeah, great addition. Yeah, I love it. It's perfect. You're weird, Lame. Lame Beard. Oh, lame Beard. Go. That's his new nickname. That that's sounds like the one. worst
1: pirate ever. <laughs>
2: The third installment of the Watchdog franchise, Legion, will feature an Assassin's Creed crossover that will have a modern-day assassin appearing in the game. Abstergo, which is the evil corporation from the Assassin's
3: Creed games, has also been referenced in
2: previous Watchdog
3: games as well. Is it all just one big universe? Uh, I think multiverses are like the, the big ones where they interconnect everything are kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, I've I seen that come
2: together in video games. See, I've actually, since the very first Assassin's Creed, when they had the whole storyline of like, like, you, you literally could have just said this is a storyline about an assassin in this time period. But the fact that they had to pull in this whole big overarching storyline of like you're actually in the modern day and you're using a machine to relive history, I thought that it would eventually end up like coming into modern days. That was be part able- of the
1: storyline in one of the games? Did I you thought you never that was play? the movie. That came from the game. Oh, I didn't know. I always assumed the games, you were just this character from this time period and doing all those crazy things. Could have got away with it, but no, Mm. they had to put in this
2: weird sci-fi sort of element to it. So I thought eventually it would lead to being able to be like an Assassin's Creed, like in modern day New York or something like that, which I thought would have been cool, but no. No. But at least we'll get to see apparently a uh, modern day assassin in uh, London, I think is where Legion takes place. So I don't know. Not interested. We'll see. No? Oh, all right. Well, are you interested in Crucible? Do you guys remember Amazon's free-to-play uh, team-based shooter that they released back in May? But then it was canceled after it was it already released. It wasn't canceled. They unreleased it due to their poor launch, and the, the the plan was to rebuild it based on community feedback, You know, get some more features in there, and then re-release it again. They have now announced that the servers will be shut down permanently in November, and all staff are being shifted to Amazon's massively multiplayer online role-playing game, New World.
1: That story did not go the way I thought it was. I thought you were going to tell us <laughs> they're relaunching <laughs> with all the new the new and improved Crucible coming your no. way this no. holiday season. No. no. I,
2: honestly I, I expect New World to probably follow suit sometime next year. Amazon is not doing well in the game development side of things. And that's they're because, getting bar,
3: their butts kicked yeah, in. Yeah well because you, mm. you,
2: you need passionate people. You need leaders behind this type of stuff and uh, I don't know that Amazon is the right place. No,
1: Did either of you play Crucible at all? No. no. Okay well that makes three of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just curious if it was any good. What it was all about? Uh, it was. Obviously, it was
2: pretty. Eh.
1: Seems like it was yeah. garbage.
2: So the judge in the Apple v Fortnite case has officially ruled. ...on the Unreal Engine uh, debacle. Apple wanted to pull support from Unreal Engine, uh, which is a suite of tools... ...used by a large amount of the gaming industry to develop their games. Doing so would have severely hampered just about everyone in the industry. Uh, So an injunction had previously been filed, which was keeping them from messing with Unreal Engine... ...but the judge has now officially stated that they cannot take Unreal Engine away. It is protected, but Fortnite will continue to be blocked on all Apple devices.
1: So do you think this judge had to consult his grandchildren to find out more information on Unreal and her. Fortnite? Oh, her? Mm-hmm. her. Uh, did she have to consult her grandchildren to find out more about I, Unreal Engine? I wouldn't
3: doubt that, but I think more than anything, it's just like, uh, this entire thing. Like, I'm so sad. that you're, this, you're
2: just ready for the courtroom drama to start, aren't you?
3: Yeah, like, it's just, this is all, like, ticky-tack beforehand if, procedural if they, stuff. If they do bring the jury
2: into it next year, I want this to be televised.
1: Oh, like the OJ Simpson trial? (laughs) I don't know if it's on that (laughs) level, but maybe it'll be on Core TV if that's still around. Maybe.
2: Rapper turned Twitch streamer Logic is still living that lavish rapper meets nerd life. He just dropped $220,000 on
1: gold plated Nintendo.
2: A Gem Mint 10 first edition shadowless holographic Charizard number four. Pokemon card.
1: Ooh, 220 grand on a card. And Logic yes. said
2: that he remembers trying to trade food stamps uh, for Pokemon cards as a kid. He was the winning bid of 17 total bids placed on this card.
3: See, what's crazy is it's not like he just sought that out and found that price and he was like, okay, I'll buy it. It was at auction. is that at auction. So he had to multiple times be like, nope, more, um, more money more, than the yep. 190000 he, he
2: tweeted out on Twitter, lol, I was the guy who bought that Charizard card.
1: Wow, (laughs) that's so much money for one card. Uh, You have to be just a major Pokemon fan, I would assume. Or just drop that much money. Or or rich. rich.
2: Maybe both. Possibly both. Anyway, that's it for the Checkpoint XP gaming news update. For more, you can head on over to our website, CheckpointXP.com.
1: All right, thank you, Robbie, for that update. Now, Twitch has been making some questionable headlines these past few weeks. Now it seems they're taking advantage of some streamers and they're tricking them into promoting brands? Weird Beard, what exactly is going on here? So what's happening is uh, a guy
3: named Mr. I Keep It Real on Twitter, um, who also goes by the Black Hokage, I think. Um, on Twitch was upset and he had a tweet go viral over the weekend where Twitch staff is being accused of tricking streamers into promoting brands. So what it is is he put out a screenshot of uh, some Twitch staff member coming into his chat while he's streaming.
1: So they have something that that identifies them as like a Twitch employee? Yeah, if
3: if you look in chat, they have a little like wrench. wrench.
1: Okay, they have a wrench icon in the chat.
3: And uh, they said, hey say hello to Fast Shop and then donated some bits so that it would come. It pops
2: up. It's the same thing that Burger King was doing.
3: Yes, that's exactly what it is. But now instead of Burger King, it's Twitch staff themselves. And uh, so it's like they're essentially throwing change at you and hoping that you're like, oh, my God, a Twitch staff member. Hi, Fast Shops. And not realizing that, like, A... Businesses usually are forced to pay for things Like that but B it's also kind of Slimy that like the, that'd be the same as If Facebook showed up on a status that you Posted and was like hey Subway Say shout out Subway say what's up Sh- Subway and you're just like no that's That's weird I, I don't want to do that Well
2: James doesn't care because he has
3: four dollars Now yeah Even well though I would,
2: he should be being Paid more than that
1: well that's fine You're
2: worth more than that James I,
1: I, Maybe I am worth more than that but I'm only Worth what people are willing to pay me at that point In time okay, so at that if, point in time but if you're
2: okay with this, then that's it. That is what you're worth, and you aren't going to get the other stuff.
1: Well, we'll we'll wait and see, Robbie. We'll no, wait and see no, when they start dropping change. money in my streams. The, <laughs>
3: my my integrity is yeah. always up for sale. It the is absolutely teams. on you're Twitch more
1: than that. I mean
3: the the big the big pushback comes from like okay, even if
1: this is not the most intrusive thing, so they just said like hey, give a shout out to what do you say fast shop fast shops okay. That doesn't say fastshops.com. They're not giving you a URL to go to. Like if I was a, a Twitch viewer and that popped up in the chat, I would assume he's saying, say what up to so, like a friend or something that has the, the gamertag fastshop. You, you have
2: people that probably pop into your chat sometimes that, yeah. you know, hey, if you want more viewers, check out this, this link, right? Unfortunately, that never happens. Oh, you don't get spam bots in there? No. You never have to ban spam bots? No,
1: I only have to ban people who come into my chat and start using derogatory, ter- derogatory terms to people's ethnicities. What,
2: what if they were to then add bits onto the end of those?
1: Then I would have a major problem with that. Mm. So you
3: found So, it.
2: so there is. There yes. is a line somewhere. Yeah. The, okay. the, the
3: big thing I just worry about is like if this is what they're doing now... What's the end? You know what I mean? Like if they this is not gonna be where they stop, they don't go, Oh, okay, well that's the most that we're gonna do. Like, what if Twitch eventually just could make it so that they could come on to anybody's stream and promote whatever they wanted and that's it had to be. Yeah, if channel. it, it were to
1: escalate to that point, I'd have an issue. But I feel from right now they what they came in, they dropped a couple dollars or something on uh, four hundred bits. So bits. Four hundred bits four dollars. Like four bucks. Somebody comes in for four bucks and says, Hey, make sure you give a shout out to whatever I, I don't have to give that shout-out. I would say, hey, thanks for the bits.
2: But because it's a bit, it's popping up on your screen. It doesn't matter if you don't want to give the shout-out. It's being shouted out on your stream. Oh, and it, you it's have like a n- line
3: of text
1: that's this big. You have no control. Looking for a hit game that you might have missed? Maybe something that's easy to get into and still worth the time? Well, then we have a great gaming recommendation coming up in just a bit. But first, a classic video game movie franchise is being rebooted with some big-name stars. What gaming movie is it? But will it be any good? Find out next on Checkpoint XP. Stop
0: blowing my mind! We're rolling with continuous eSports on the only show for eSports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness! No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to
1: Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. You're listening to me, James Campbell, as well as Weird Beard. And when he's not working on his kill-death score in Apex Legends, you can find him fully submerged in Baldur's Gate 3. It's Robbie Landis.
2: Dude, I think the best thing about this, honestly, I I think even you'd get a kick out of playing this game uh, if you download the Twitch extension. Mm -hmm. It's similar to games like Fallout and Skyrim. When you talk to people, you have like branching dialogue trees, right? There's a button you can press that will pop it up on your Twitch stream and everyone on your Twitch stream can vote with you to help as, you decide uh, oh, what decisions really? and choices like to that. make. I like that. I love yeah. that interaction
1: to where, like, that's the one thing you try to find as somebody who's on Twitch trying to find ways to interact with your audience. Mm-hmm. Those little ways that they implement the Twitch audience into your gameplay is what blows my mind. Yeah,
2: see, I've, I've done it with, with, you know, past games like Mass Effect where I'll take them and I'm like, everybody go ahead and put
1: your vote yeah, you'd be like, chat. F's in chat if you yeah. want me to do this. You know, some people yeah.
2: can't be bothered to it. Maybe they're not paying attention or, or whatever. But the fact mm-hmm. that it just pops it up and it's just one button click for you to vote, I just think, is is the coolest yeah, thing.
1: Yeah, it's very neat. Like Hyperscape has something like that, too, where uh, viewers could have the gamer or the, the streamer have s- different elements happen to their game. Yeah. So that's very cool. We were just talking on last week's show about Mila Jojevic. Am I saying her name right? I always get her name wrong. No, you are. You got it. And the Resident Evil movies. And uh, now it's been announced that a Resident Evil reboot is happening. Now, we have castings, and we know that this movie is actually going to be based on the plots from the first two games. Robbie, should we have any hope that these Resident Evils are going to be any better than the last ones? Uh, Unfortunately,
2: no. Oh, man. No, no. no. We know how hard it is to make a good movie based on a single game. And apparently this movie is going to take the plot of both Resident Evil 1 and... And Resident Evil Two, which is weird because and apparently cram it into yeah, one that's movie.
1: a lot of story to fit in there because yes, the first story I mean, yes. happens inside of a mansion. Yeah. The second one is like a whole city.
2: Yep, yep. And, I mean, uh, they actually have a great cast here. Uh, they have uh, Kyla Scodelario, who is from Maze Runner. She'll be Claire Redfell. Uh, Hannah John-Kamen from Ant-Man is Jill Valentine. Robbie Amell, who was on The Flash, is Chris Redfield. Uh, Tom Hopper, he's he's the big dude from the Umbrella Luther, Academy. Luther, right? Luther. Luther. Yeah. He's playing uh, Albert Wesker, one of the main uh, bad guys. So, Ooh. I mean, look, as far as the casting goes, casting's actually really, really great, but... What do you do with it? What do you do with the
3: actual movie, like, video game series? Like, I don't feel like there's anything there that hasn't been done to death in zombie media by now. I
2: I mean, look, if you had told me this was going to be a series, right? Right. The Witcher has shown us that there's enough room in a series Mm -hmm. to properly adapt a video game. Absolutely. This has nothing to do, by the way, with the Netflix series that is also live action and based on Resident Evil. Completely
1: separate. Right. This is a separate
2: standalone movie. They are taking two 40-hour games and trying to stuff them into a two-hour movie. No, there's no way. There is no way this is going to be coherent. Whatsoever.
1: Now, do you think they're just saying this is based upon the plots of the first two because they have the, those characters? Because I feel like after the first two, the characters kind of go. Whoop. They they said yeah, that like,
2: they are attempting to adapt okay. the plot from the first two games into the movie. Now, look if if they want to just try and do sort of something original ish, but with the characters, could it maybe be okay? Like, it, could could it at least hit like the first Resident Evil movie, which was a serviceable movie? Maybe. But I mean when you look at any of the Capcom video game movies that have been made none, trash none of them have been good. No. You only watch for Mia Georgievich and she's not in this one. So I don't know well, I mean Robbie Amell's pretty hot maybe you watch it for Robbie Ml, but uh, there are other other shows I'd rather go watch. Is
3: in, there so. anything that they can do to save this? Like is there literally nope. any nope. scene uh, actor that they can look, cast? If 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 the plan was Maybe, maybe the rumors are maybe it's not
2: one movie, right? Maybe, maybe they're planning like a trilogy or a few movies, mm-hmm. right, based off of the first two games. Then maybe, but if you are trying to cram the plot of two separate games into one movie, it ain't gonna be tough. Yeah, absolutely, it ain't happening. Yeah. So, so why do you guys think that that they keep trying to make video game movies, especially now in a post-COVID world, and especially where where yeah. it looks like uh, movie theaters are going under, and we've seen such great success with streaming platforms. Why aren't they trying to adapt more video games into
3: streaming shows or at least like longer form content? I just don't get why Resident Evil is the property that like, not to make a joke, but can never die. Like, why is it that they just consistently <laughs> keep being brought back? Why is Resident Evil? Like, we have had because tons it's, it's, of zombie it's the, movies. Because it's the only thing that Capcom has.
2: I mean, yeah. what else are you going to turn into a movie from Capcom? Street Fighter? Already tried it. Uh, they, yep. they did. Yep. I mean, technically they tried uh, Resident Evil as well But the thing is Even though the Resident Evil movies Were so bad They were still profitable
1: I feel like I they could probably Get away why. with a Mega Man Is it Mega Man uh, Capcom property? Mm, yes I, could, I could see a Mega Man movie uh, that, uh, if Sonic could Mega work,
3: work? Yeah if Sonic could work Mega Man No obviously maybe. You're not going to watch
1: him Go through and fight Eight different bosses In well, no, all these different but, worlds But, but. G-
3: I think
2: my issue With Mega Man Is I don't think That they put Unless you go With a super Sort of kids movie It's hard I think To take the cartoony Little version of Mega Man And and put him On the screen Like you either Put him on the screen That way and it is A straight up Kids movie Or you have to Find a way to Turn someone into him And then fans of it Look at it and go That's not Mega Man uh, I don't know
1: I think Not that's, my I think Mega that's Man little,
2: Yeah, Exactly I think that's a little bit Too
1: Mega Man's too blue hard. Why is he
2: red You know what Devil May Cry Make a Devil May Cry movie
1: I could get into that as well.
2: Robbie,
3: the new
1: movie producer.
3: Yeah, Yeah, Robbie. I
2: I think that one they could get away with. Uh, Other than that, I don't know. There's there's not a whole lot for them to draw from movie-wise.
0: Can't be bothered to play new games as they come out. I've been hearing about this Skyrim thing. Is that worth buying? For gamers behind the times, it's the Patient Gamer.
1: Each week, Weird Beard and Robbie bring us a new game to check out that maybe uh, you otherwise might have missed. What do we have uh, this week, Weird Beard?
3: This week is a trip down nostalgia lane. Anybody who was able to play this on the original Dreamcast will fondly remember it. You can get it on Steam now. It's Jet Set Radio. Somewhere
4: in Asia, there's a city that cannot be found on any map called Tokyo-Tokyo. But everyone just calls it Tokyo. The two hottest things in the streets of Tokyo are the punks wearing magnetically driven inline skates powered by newly developed Metrium batteries and Jet Set Radio, a pirate radio station.
3: Jet Set Radio is one of the most uh, well-known games for exactly one reason, and that's because, just like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, it's not the gameplay mechanics that make this game. It's the soundtrack. It has one of the most unique sounding soundtracks of video games that just stands out. Like, at the same time that Parappa the Rapper was out on the Dreamcast, <laughs> this was also on the Dreamcast. Kick, it up. block. Yes. it's so. Oh, it's so
2: good. That's wrong. That's not the lyrics.
3: So what you're doing (laughs) in Jet Set Radio is you're actually, uh, uh, you play with graffiti and you're going around uh, tagging, grinding, and tricking to the beat, as they like to say, uh, on your skateboard while you go around. It's a rhythm game then? Uh, No, it's not rhythm, but it's like the music is incorporated, right? Like you have to be able to, uh, you know, put like graffiti tags. It's very like urban. It's cool. You're like, you're on skates and stuff like that. And I don't know, more than anything else, it has... Like I said, one of the most standout soundtracks available. You can get this game. Why, why wouldn't I just go get the soundtrack then? Uh, because it's fun to go back and play some of these older games sometimes. Mm. I think like you get to play 10 playable characters. You can go through and design your own graffiti to be able to place throughout Ooh. the game.
2: I'm, I'm going to be honest. This is a hot take, especially if uh, Norris from Checkpoint XP on campus hears he's, he's going to be furious at me with. But I always thought that Jet Set Radio was super overhyped. What? I have never wanted to play this game Ever in my life Really
6: you,
3: Dude it has a 96% positive rating On Steam A 9 out of 10 Yeah Because all IGN. the people Like
2: you and Norris Go and like You know Rate it and vote it up And then the people Who haven't played it Like me Who don't actually care Don't give it the time of day
3: Well if you want to give it The time of the day Which you should Jet Set Radio is 82% Or sorry 85% off right now uh, You can pick it up For $1.19 Wow On Steam
1: Super cheap Alright well there's Your patient gamer recommendation Jet Set Radio Get it for just uh, The price of a coffee Available Where was that again Weirdbeard? Steam Over on Steam Coming up We asked on social media At Checkpoint XP On Twitter and Facebook If 2020 was a game What game would it be? We'll talk about your answers When Checkpoint XP returns
5: This is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. The League of Legends World Championships continue throughout the month of October, with the finals set to be held in early November. With the Overwatch League Grand Finals in the books, normally we turn our attention to the Overwatch World Cup. However, with BlizzCon cancelled this year, that event is now in doubt. We're unlikely to see more professional Overwatch until 2021. In Counter-Strike Global Offensive, the month of October plays host to IEM New York, as well as the DreamHack Open Fall event. The RLCS X-Fall Major is underway, and North America's turn is just about here. North America will compete on October 18th and October 25th. The November 6th Siege Major has been replaced by a regional competition that will be held online. North American competition will run November 13th through the 15th. We're coming up on the end of the major esports seasons at this point, and it's going to be a long wait until January. Hopefully, 2021 will be a better year for esports. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date Calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of eSports, head on over to our website. That's over at CheckpointXP.com. Get
0: in the game. we are we witnessing? The number one eSports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives.
5: Welcome back to
1: Checkpoint XP, your home for eSports and gaming. You're listening to Weird Beard, Robbie Landis, and someone who is having commitment issues trying to decide which next-gen console should be in his sights. Me, James Campbell.
3: Why? Yeah, PS5.
1: You, got, well, you guys keep tell me PS5 But all these things I'm hearing about With like the Game Pass and all this stuff for Xbox You I'm, have a good PC I'm right? Xbox boy you, yeah. you have a good PC Yeah yeah Okay yeah.
2: PS5 Because everything you can do on the Xbox mm-hmm. You can do on your PC You can do on your PC That's it no. That's, the, no, that's the argument. That's it's the so argument. Hard. It's so Get hard to PS5. turn my back to
1: the Xbox. He just, he, you're not. You're t- not turning you're your back. You can't doing it on the an PC. Xbox man. He has you know? morals. Yeah. I was he once an committed. Xbox boy, and you now an Xbox man. You know? <laughs> he was there with me through my whole gaming um, pub- pubescent times. And now
2: you're moving on to something better, PC gaming.
1: I feel like I'm breaking up with an old girlfriend. <laughs> We asked on social media over at Checkpoint XP on Twitter and Facebook if 2020 was a video game, what game would it be? We're gonna talk about your answers in just a bit, because first we're gonna discuss what us here on Checkpoint XP feel the game of 2020 would be.
3: What do you think, Weird Beard? I want to hear your answer first. I have no idea. What? Um It's got to be. Something that's gen- – um, was it Alien Isolation where everything was just broken and nothing worked? No, nope, you were all- thinking Alien Colonial Marines. Yeah, Alien Colonial Marines. That's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. I didn't people, realize there was more than one Alien People game. were so hyped for this game because I think it started on Kickstarter. Yes, and the thing is, is I remember last year being like, oh. 2020 is gonna be amazing Like we're It's gonna be so good And everything's gonna be like that. God the, the, the Tesla rockets Are gonna We're all gonna be flying Around the planet And like Jetpacks for nope, everybody nope, And nope. Then the year happened And it's like yeah, <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, Colonial broke. Marines is like the poster child for why you shouldn't get excited about games on like uh like Kickstarter type. Don't ever get games. excited
3: for uh games for the, or the next year. It's always going to be trash. Yeah,
2: it's 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 terrible. Uh, ooh, gee, for me, uh that's actually a good one. That's that's one that I probably would have went with. Um, you know, I'm actually going to go with an answer that uh that Norris gave and he said Death Stranding. Because it was so accurate to what actually ended up happening. Everyone's quarantined now in their houses, like, you know, in the game. Everyone's in their bunkers. The world has been devastated. And we rely on people who are just going around delivering packages, whether it's the DoorDashes or the Amazons. And honestly, uh, Hideo Kojima got it right.
3: He knew this was coming. It's all about making P-bombs. Yep. Okay. What about you, huh? James?
1: Uh, well, you guys are going with games that actually is, it, exist. I'm going to make up a game that doesn't exist, and I would call it Dumpster Fire Simulator, where you have to keep putting out dumpster fires, but all these other dumpsters keep catching on fire as you're dealing with one fire, the next one keeps popping up, and then another one pops up before you have time to put out all the dumpster fires, and I think that is the perfect way to sum up what 2020 has been in terms of a video game. It's um, like Overcooked 2, but with dumpster fires. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Overcooked too, but instead of cooking up those eggs, you're James, putting out dumpster fires.
2: James, uh, there's actually a game called Dumpster Fire Simulator. Is there
1: really? Well, there you go. That game. And then you even Appar- have to make Appar- it up. Apparently,
2: it is a anime game.
3: Oh, I'm in
1: now. <laughs> all right. You guys are all playing my game. We're all, yeah, we've are we been living it, and so now we can play it for fun. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So, taking a look at what uh, some of our social media over on Facebook and Twitter had to say, Johnny said Anthem. You know what? I would actually give my right arm for this year to be Anthem because Anthem's problem was that it had no content. Nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. Just nothing happened. There's
1: a lot of hype at the beginning and then it all just fizzled up. Yeah,
2: there just there was just there was nothing there. I'd give anything to have nothing right now. Uh Sun Varus says Dark Souls. You guys think this is the Dark
3: Souls of years? Uh, if if I was able to like sit at a bonfire for a little bit and then be totally rested afterwards. I would be accepting of this one, but I just <laughs> because since I, since I don't have that superpower, yeah, I say see, no.
2: Dark Souls makes me think like it's a hard year, but by the time you get through it, you'll feel like it was worth it, like you accomplished something.
3: I don't. And I we're don't still think also so. not yeah. just like uh, barrel rolling everywhere we gotta yeah. go, like just rolling on the ground mm-hmm. over and over.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. Chile says Duke Nukem forever. Ooh. That was
3: another dumpster fire of a game, wasn't yes. it? Oh, see another one that was.
2: Was that also kickstarted? Yes. Or crowdfunded? It, yeah, it
3: started off as a crowdfunding thing, and oh. it took like twenty million years to be able to get out the door.
2: Yeah. See, I, I think that's the type of thing. Twenty twenty definitely feels like like the year that that we didn't pay for, right? Like you definitely gave someone your money, but this was not the year that we thought we were getting. You got ripped off, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, ben says golden eye with slappers only.
3: But see, the thing is, I was good at that. I'm not good at 20 You were good at slappers only? Yes, because I was bad at he aiming He was always things. odd job. Yes. Nobody could
1: ever hit him. I was the he only one. He was always one. odd job. He was odd a job job little Asian ever. assassin, and he would hit you with the slappers. Okay. All right.
2: Carl here. This is a little on the nose. Plague Inc. Mm-hmm. Nah. It's Blop, a little blah, too blah. accurate. Yep. Uh, who's that guy following him Say, sadly, I felt like the perfect answer. I have to go with pandemic, but that might be a little too on the nose.
1: Yes. You guys are taking I'm the a little guy, too literally. A little
2: on there. Uh, Frank the Tank says E.T. from the 1982 Atari, ha, the classic. Which, do, you
1: know,
3: do you know anything about this
1: Yeah, thing? people are like digging those up out of a landfill, aren't they? Yes, yeah. and that's that's where 2020 is going now. Yeah. It's,
3: it's the landfill. The <laughs>
1: landfill. Throw it all
3: in. Okay. Put
1: us right next to E.T.
3: So
2: Chris here, he, he just shared a, a very specific GIF, a very specific little video of a Portal. Where you put the portal on the ground and then jump through it, and so it just creates an endless falling loop. So, mm-hmm. you know, in order to get off this train, you're gonna die and shatter your legs. It's oh, the man. only way to do it. Uh, I, I feel like that's that, that's accurate in its own way. Uh, Broly says 2020 is the duck hunt dog. The dog, specifically, just laughing at you. Oh, just trolling <laughs> us
3: the entire time. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. That's that. <laughs> that a pretty good impression there, James. Thanks.
2: Uh, Steve says Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. This is a game? Apparently,
3: it's very, it was, yeah. very old. It's probably terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, probably uh, was very Sarah old.
2: Sarah also saying Last of Us or Fallout 4. Apparently, a lot of people think that we are on the uh, the edge of the apocalypse here. Uh, Jeremy says a pirated version of Die Katana, which sounds like a uh, weeaboo anime game. He says it sucks just as much as you expect it to. But since you pirated it, it also has a bunch of extra viruses.
3: Oh, yeah. This looks absolutely horrible. Even like, as an anime guy? It's not anime. Oh, it's like a it?
1: first-person sword fighting game.
3: Oh. Yeah, and it looks real, real bad.
2: Perpetual Player says day one release for No Man's Sky. Wasn't oh, the perfect. game
1: broken on the day one release? It, yes. was. Okay. it, it n-
2: None of what they promised was there. But what gives me hope about this? This is, this is why I like Perpetual Player's answer here is that now, apparently, I haven't gone back to see for myself, but apparently now, No Man's Sky is a really good, really fun game. They've delivered on everything that they said that they would and more. So I feel like this answer is like, yeah, you know what? It sucks right now, but there's hope for the future. So then
1: maybe in 2021, we'll actually get to play No Man's Sky. One day,
2: maybe. And then uh, one of the other questions that we asked, we're going to go through here real quick, because we asked people, uh, you know, in honor of October and Halloween coming up, what is the scariest game or moment from a game that you've
3: ever played, Amnesia: The Dark Descent is is definitely my vote. If I have to throw it in, of just like it's scary, it's just flat out scary. Um, I, f- I forget the name of the one that I played, but but it's one we where you're
2: in an insane asylum and uh, all you have is a flashlight and your batteries can run out, so you have to constantly like re find new batteries. You're just put scare into me. It. Just talking about this
1: games. <laughs> you're in an, an insane asylum with a flashlight and that's it. Yeah, and you yeah. got to find batteries. And you you, you otherwise like, you can't see. You can't
2: fight anybody. Like you, you can only run. And, yeah, your flashlight can run out of batteries. You have to find more to to turn the lights back on. My
1: anxiety is already through the roof just (laughs) thinking about playing those two. That game right there for sure.
2: Donald says, I've been jump scared one too many times by a very specific video game. Some games have done that a lot to people, but none more than the much beloved Dead Space. Dead Space was spooky. I I didn't like the body horror of it. I'd never play it. Yeah,
3: like it's just kind of, it's like fear, but more gross. Yeah. Uh,
2: Stella says, Alien vs. Predator, the very first game. Playing as a Marine, nothing has ever topped that fear about when the scanner beeps at a turning point on a dark corridor and you realize it's just the door that you've opened.
3: You know it's funny? James is going to have no input on any of these because he doesn't play I any scary games. don't play scary, scary games.
1: games. Um, alien vs. Predator, I thought that was a fighting game. No. No. Oh. I thought that was like <laughs> you either fought as the alien or you fought as the Predator. Nope. And you fought like Street Fighter style. What?
2: perfect James alright our last one here comes from DuckX says for me it was taking a break from cartoony Nintendo when I borrowed my brother's PS1 way back in the day and I rented Resident Evil 2 and the liquor that drops off the ceiling forever changed my perception of gaming
1: if you enjoyed those responses you can always include yours by commenting on our social media at CheckpointXP on Twitter and Facebook However, we do want to talk to you on the phone. So if you want to talk to us, give us a call at 1-833-557-0974. You can chime in on whatever social media question we have posed for you, or you can even call in and ask any question you feel like the experts here at Checkpoint XP should be able to answer. And that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to us on your radio station. Make sure you head on over to CheckpointXP.com. i want to give a big thank you to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and Producer Callie for helping put this episode together. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CheckpointXP. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and
4: we'll talk to you again on the next level.